up, weirdos, and welcome to the Weirdoverse. I am your host, JD Ross, the weird Santa Claus of the weird of the weird realms, and you are tuned in to Weird Wide. We're gonna get into the Christmas spirit a little bit today, and uh, when I say we, it's not just gonna be me talking to myself today. Uh, it's not just gonna be me talking to my little alien friend Larry. I brought a real human on, uh, so everybody, welcome Natalie Katona from the podcast to all the men I've tolerated before. It's me, the Christmas princess, because my birthday's on Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Well, well, happy. Okay, Merry Birthmas. Thank you. <laughs> early on, early on. Okay, so before we get into the whole thing, I, I I had a question that I had to ask you. So, what you have a cat named Penelope? I do. What do you think Penelope has named you? What? Do you... I think it's like Mama. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, feed me. You're so asleep I... again till 10. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. So I posed this question to my sister because she's got like three cats and uh, they're I, I love them. I can't wait to see them mm. over, the, over the Christmas break. Um, but uh, so she has three cats and we were we were talking about this and I was like, I was like, what do you think they've named you? And we were just like, she goes, what? I don't know. What do you think? And, and like, I kind of did that thing where it's like, say the first thing that comes to mind. Say, you know, just, just doesn't matter. Just blurt it out. And I was like, knob, knob. And so that's become a thing. Like, so every time she sends me a picture of the cats, it's always like, well, Knob Knob is involved. Like, she's now Knob Knob. Yeah. So, like, she sends me this picture of all three of them in the tub for, for, for some reason. They're just sitting in the tub. And I had this whole image in my head of, like, like they're having a secret meeting. And then, like, she walks in. It's like, shh, Knob Knob's coming. Knob Knob's coming. <laughs> Well, and now I want to change my answer because Penelope does do this like old lady wail when uh -huh. she wants my attention or if she knows that I'm texting in my car and I haven't come into the house yet. Yeah. So like, it's like a ma'am, <laughs> <laughs> which I call her ma'am too when like, like I have my Christmas candy bowl out Yeah. and because I'm a human raccoon. I take the foils off of my Hershey Kisses and then immediately just put them back in the bowl. Yeah. And she's found out that because they're so light, she can bat them out of the bowl. So she'll dig in there and I'm like, ma'am. And she's like, ma'am. <laughs> so you're just having an argument. Yeah, we're Penelope. just arguing back and forth <laughs> I all love the it. time. I fucking love it. I haven't even met Penelope in person and I love her. You're gonna though. Yeah. Like everyone's gonna meet Penelope in person at some point. I can't wait. I can't wait. I love Penelope already. All right, so enough enough of this nonsense. So we are going to get into some some truly Christmassy nonsense, but we're going to be focusing today on the darker side of Christmas. Because we gonna... refuse to let Halloween die. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So this is a, a continuation of Halloween. We're keeping the spirit of Halloween going. So we're going to be looking at the darker side of Christmas today. So let's get into it. Let's get weird. <laughs> All right, so everybody knows the story of old St. Nick. He comes down your chimney. He brings you stuff. If you've been bad, he brings you coal. All of these traditions have some come come from a lot of these like weird, dark traditions, a lot of them involving the companions mm -hmm. of St. Nick. So I think the most well-known of the companions of St. Nick would have to be Krampus. Thanks to Tony Collette and jason bateman for creating my favorite christmas movie 
Wait, wait, which one? I don't know if I've Krampus. seen that one. I haven't actually seen the movie. You've like, never, oh my, I haven't seen it. It's so good. There's evil gingerbread in it. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I actually, I, it's funny you say that because like we made a we made a uh, gingerbread house at work the other day, uh-huh. and like there's a bunch of dead gingerbread on mine, gingerbread yeah. guys on mine. <laughs> Literally, and I think that's why Krampus has had such a resurgence because of that movie. People were like, "Oh, we forgot he was a dude." Yeah, well, and he's kind of like so he's got a lot of like he's actually got a lot of like pre-Christian alpine folklore origins so like a lot of stuff coming from like france germany slovenia Liechtenstein, all over the place and so like like he actually goes back krampus actually goes back to like the gaul era like the Mm -hmm. germanic tribes and shit so he's got a long history well and my favorite part about christmas around the world is in places that aren't America, the capitalistic nightmare that is the twinkle lights and the giant trees and people buying things for people that they don't enjoy. Right. In other countries, it's like Christmas is just another lesson. Like, it's like, it's a day. It's another day in the struggle. Like (laughs) legitimately. Right. And there are consequences to your actions. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Like if there's anything that I learned from like doing the research for this episode is it's just like, yeah, this was all about keeping kids in line. This was not about joy. This was not about like, let's have some presents. This was about like, how bad were you? So over here in like the States, we're just like really fucking soft about Christmas and we have like the creepy elf on the shelves which yeah. i'm anti-elf on the shelf i'm just gonna come out and say it well i'm with you on that because i actually i i saw a meme that kind of like made me think about it it was like elf on a shelf gets children used to the idea of a surveillance state also yeah also <laughs> moms are tired enough they don't need an yeah. elf in the house that they have to move around yeah which I mean, I guess it doesn't really seem like the biggest like thing, but still, it's like it's another thing that needs to be done. Right, it's another thing that you wake up in a cold sweat about at five a.m. because you've realized that yeah. you forgot to move that fucking elf. Did I move the goddamn elf? <laughs> but yeah, like we're really soft over here at, at Christmas. We're like, mm, we love our zoo lights and our hot cocoa, and then over in Eastern Europe. They're like when the Krampus comes. <laughs> yes, and so let's let's get into the like what the Krampus actually is a little bit. He's got so he's definitely got a little bit of a yin yang vibe, like to Santa Claus. Like so, speaking on how soft we are in the states, uh, we've never had a situation where a half goat, half demon with horns, dark fur, fangs, and for some reason a long tongue shows up. Because you have done something wrong. The ton is the most unsettling part. Yeah, like uh, that. They kept going back to that in all the research I was looking at. So, like, I'm just picturing Gene Simmons like showing up at your house. It's like as long as like a boa constrictor. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, he shows up and he's got a he's got a chain and he's got like a be- like bells like and he's got a, like a bundle of wooden reeds. They apparently Europeans are obsessed with like birch rods and wooden yeah. reeds because like that's beatings all- yeah 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 because <laughs> that beatings yeah exactly even the name comes from the german word meaning claw krampen just like claw. it literally just means claw claw i had to fight krampus one time did i tell you that no so last year krampus knocked which is the krampus day uh-huh. happened to be on a sunday and that's when we play D D. so i 
texted my DM and I was like, are we not going to celebrate Krampusnacht, my favorite Christmas deity? And so she created through her DM goodness, some sort of D&D monster that was Krampus and gave him stats and everything. Oh, that's and, gnarly. Mm -hmm. It one of the best sessions I've ever played because everyone oh, else bet. was surprised. Like, and you were just like, yes, and this I was needed like, to happen. When the children are about the Krampus comes. <laughs> so like that wouldn't even be that hard of a thing to put together. Like just thinking from a DM perspective, like uh -huh. you take like an owlbear and like give it a few extra shit. Well, and then we found out that like someone sicked Krampus on us, like someone ratted us out for something that they didn't like that we did. And we were like chosen, like we got all of these letters that said you have been chosen. <laughs> oh, wow. So we need to revisit that. I'm going to remind my party that that we have to find who called Krampus on yeah. us. Well, I mean, tis the season. Be tis good time the season. For it. I need to get into a D and D game. Like, damn it! I know. Like, I would like to be playing D and D multiple times a week. At oh, this I'd point. love to. I'd love. I'd to. love to. If anyone, <laughs> if anyone wants a new D and D player, uh, Brennan Lee Mulligan, I'm very funny. I'm very <laughs> funny, and I think that myself and Lou Wilson would get along great. Uh, I do voices. I do voices for my character. So if right. anybody's looking, like, we're we're Critical into role. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Abrea Iyengard, Roll yeah. 20. I'm going to start looking into these actual companies and seeing if they have jobs. <laughs> See, that's not a bad idea. See? That's not a bad idea at all. <laughs> so, Saint Nick, so what they would do is basically like when it comes to like Krampus and Saint Nick, because it wasn't, it, it was never Santa. It's always Saint Nicholas or Father Christmas or some shit over there. Um, and he like so Santa would bring the goodies, right? He mm -hmm. would bring like candies and chocolates, nuts, sometimes toys and other random things. Um, but even Saint Nick, like in in the in the Krampus lore, isn't even the nicest of dudes. Like, cause even if you've been good all year, like you know, if you've been good for goodness sake. You're supposed mm -hmm. to be like in and like you're on the nice list. Well, like apparently Saint Nick in this version with the Krampus version, he he judges you at the house too. Yeah. Like he shows up and yeah. he's like, Hey, these boots, because they're they, like weird about it's all it's all about filling up shoes with shit. It's all like, filling up shoes. It's all filling up shoes. I used to have to do that at the Catholic school that I taught at. Like we yeah. recognize Saint Nick Day. Oh, like the actual as Saint Nick, not Santa yeah. Claus. Yeah. And so the kids would like take off one shoe. And I'm like, yeah. this makes a lot of sense. And yeah. like, <laughs> and then they we'd line the hallway with shoes. And then our principal would like drop mini candy canes. And is anyone happy for a mini candy cane? No. <laughs> like I'm I'm happy. Like I, I almost expect a mini yeah. candy cane. Like it's not it's not the treat though. It's like it's one of the random like like I expect cookies and yeah. I expect other random like goodies. Like if a chocolate if, coin. Yeah. If I got just a mini candy cane. Yeah. Like, you know what? This is why I'm anti-Catholic. This is why I am anti-religion. So, yeah. like, <laughs> that's my, big, that's my big gripe with the Catholic Church is, is, is they only give away little goodies. Little 
many candy canes in the shoes and you're like i can't with this no i can't this is just not going to work for me like uh, apparently uh, yeah that's that's my biggest gripe not not the massive sexual uh, no. abuses or the uh affiliate affiliation with the nazi party look that shit up everybody that's a real the, thing the whole month that they dedicate to mary and women's virginity like mm-hmm. no it's the mini candy canes yeah that's my problem that's where i draw the line that's that's where i've said fuck this this is that's too where much. i am done <laughs> <laughs> no thank you no thank you sir no thank you but like saint nick would show up and like he would like in in inspect your boots and if your boots weren't shined up enough you still got the krampus treatment i need everyone to calm down that sounds like white man capitalism that like does. I, I showed up maybe i had to work that day yeah like the thing about eastern european folklore and fairy tales is the surviving theme is life is hard yeah <laughs> yeah and we're gonna make it harder for some right. fucking reason yeah, it's just hard. <laughs> yeah. And so, because I love looking into dark fairy tales, so Dark yeah. Christmas is the best because everyone thinks that, like, fairy tales, there's magic, and everything's about, like, a kiss at the end, and it's like, yeah. nah, we sawed off bitches' feet to fit into a glass slipper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, and, wait, wait till you get to one of these fucking stories that I found. I can't wait. It's, like some of the most intense shit like for christmas that mm-hmm. i've ever heard like what the actual fuck and by the way the krampus treatment is he puts you in his sack and beats yeah. you with a stick yeah <laughs> yeah sometimes takes you back to his fuck it's like to the underworld yeah because he's actually because like like he's a said, son of a demon yeah he's like the son of like a nor like like originally like in Norse mythology, which is because it all mixes together because they've had so much like goings on colonization. Yeah. Yeah. That's the word. That's the word. He's the son of hell, hell. which is like the king, the king of the underworld yeah. in Norse mythology. So he, like if you've been bad enough, if you haven't been good for goodness sake. I'm going to say that way too much. Probably <laughs> he just fucking takes you to hell. Yeah. Right. And you're a child and you're eight. Yeah. <laughs> Like you're eight years it, old. Yeah, like you didn't know. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, it's like honestly, like, would you shine? Like, how much effort would you put into shining your shoes if Krampus wasn't even the thing? But if it was like Santa might show up with some candy and stuff, like, would you even bother? Well, and could you imagine Gen Z with this whole idea of like <laughs> your shoes aren't shined enough, and therefore Krampus is taking eight year olds to hell? Like, I'm not convinced that Gen Z is actually about santa i think santa is on his way out because they're just like if you were a good parent you wouldn't have to have a big fat white man threaten your kids all year long yeah and you know what i actually like i i am like i'm i feel there's like because like you know there's the whole boomers versus millennials thing Mm -hmm. i feel like that is starting to break a little bit with the like the newer generations like i am all about gen z man they are going to take over the fucking world in the best possible way because all of my friends are younger than me and i was like have you ever talked to someone from gen z they're the only people who make sense yeah (laughs) and they just get it right they're the only people getting us out of the mindset that life is a misery but at least you got your paycheck yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I love it. I fucking I love, love it. it. They're going to get us universal health care in They're going to get us everything it. that we need. Yeah. They're, they're going to they're gonna be the ones. They're going to be the savior. So no pressure, y'all. No pressure. No pressure. But be <laughs> nice to your Gen Z 
fellow humans because they're the only way you'll retire exactly exactly and i'm pretty sure that like uh my moderate success on tiktok is mostly due to gen z so oh, yeah. love it. it they're wild yeah they rule they rule but uh, kids are also on the out on santa like my friends yeah. kids don't like santa really have never like santa they're like why do i want a guy to break into my house and i was like valid kids are becoming harder to gaslight mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> And you know what's funny? You mentioned about how uh, it's a white man that like shows up and judges you. You know, like, and I know we talked about this off air a little bit that you wanted to like kind of work in some of the like the appropriation and things yes. like that. Uh, did you know Saint Nick was originally black? Well, thank goodness the black Santas are always the coolest, kindest looking ones, right? <laughs> right. But then you're gonna have like boomers are like, oh, Santa can't be black. Not my Santa. Not my Santa. <laughs> I don't know why I picture every boomer with that accent. Because <laughs> they all have that accent. <laughs> right. That is how you read their tweets. And yeah. if it's not that accent, it's not my Santa. He's white. Okay. <laughs> Santa has always been white. You kids are so soft. You cry about everything. You little snowflakes had to ruin Santa. <laughs> <laughs> like you ruin everything else. We're not a politically funded podcast. We are not at all. We're just uh, we're just saying just it how tired. it is. Just that's right. <laughs> we're just tired. Just over it. All right. So beyond Krampus, we've also got uh, a guy named I, I. And I'm probably fucking this name all up. Necht Ruprecht. Now this guy. Okay. So he's similar to Krampus, uh, but instead of a monster, this guy is portrayed as like an old man with a long beard uh, and sometimes a staff, but a bag of ashes. And like Father Time? Yeah, very much like Father Time looking. Okay. Now, this might be the most fucked up thing I've ever heard because like, okay, so Necht Ruprecht, th his whole thing is like he accompanies St. Nick, but like... They actually, in the legend, talk to the children. Okay, so like he like so Ruprecht shows up, and he he makes sure that the kids know their prayers. So I wonder where this is coming from. Well, that sounds like the goddamn Pope. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, if you know your prayers, if you know your prayers enough, uh, you get it's a good day. You get some it's apples. You get some nuts. You get some gingerbread. Like this is again nothing that I would like go out of my way for. But still, that's not a bad day. Like, I, I wouldn't be upset if I got, like, some nice apples, nuts, and some yeah. gingerbread. For reciting the Lord's Prayer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's stitched on your grandmother's pillow. So you're <sighs> like, where's that pillow? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Actually, I, I, I feel like I actually do know the entire Lord's Prayer. Mm -hmm. As weird as that is. Like, I don't know how because I'm not religious at all. It was probably stitched on a pillow that it you might have been. Into. It might have been. Like, because I did, I did have a very Catholic grandmother. Yeah, and the lay me down to sleep was always like a cross stitch oh, in yeah, a frame over every child's bed. Yeah, it was. Oh my god, ew. What if you died in your sleep? That's the whole theme of that prayer. That yeah, like and like I remember as a kid, like that was just so like oh yeah, I might fucking die. So right. and wanna I make sure I'm covered. And I understand that like in the dark ages and like in prairie times that was very much a fear that kids would like go to sleep and they'd never wake up <laughs> right yeah exactly not we, quite as much anymore but when we carried it into the 90s i was like yeah really like, <laughs> we're still doing this we're like, still? okay okay all right all right <laughs> so but with ruprecht okay so 
if you didn't have the prayers down, if you didn't have that shit down, Pat, he would beat the shit out of you with the staff or the bag of ashes. Yeah, because it's kinky. This this screams Vatican. Yes, (laughs) it does. Like, is this not Vatican City right here? This is Vatican kink. Dude, I love that. That might I might call the episode Vatican Kink. Vatican Kink. <laughs> I love Merry it. Merry Christmas, Vatican Kink. That's right. We're gonna get as blasphemous as we can on this episode. <laughs> I'm and then I'm sending it to my dad because he's like, I just want to know what you do for a living now. Okay, here it is. Word. <laughs> Vatican I love kink. It. Vatican Kink. <laughs> All right, now we talk about the kinky vibe of the whole thing. Now, th- this is where it gets a little bit different here. Like, this is where it gets a little extra with uh, with con- Connect Ruprecht. I don't know how the fuck. It's I-, I don't like the if name. You're gonna all. wait for me to correct you. Please know it's not coming. Okay, good. I'm just gonna keep fucking this name up then. So, but what they would do is Saint Nick and Ruprecht would show up at the door, right? So. Not they wouldn't even come in like they would like show up at the door and like they'd knock on the door and like they would make the kids come to the door and they would have to perform for St. Nick and connect. (laughs) (laughs) So like they would have to dance or they have to sing a song to prove that they're a good child. Now, if they performed well, they'd get treats. This is this is so fucked up. If they if they performed like shit, they'd again get the shit beat out of them. But like if they were a shithead throughout the entire year mm-hmm. and they performed badly. So like if you just fucked up this whole performance, they're like, I'm fucking done with you. You're going to get the shit kicked out of you. But then Ruprecht puts you in the sack and drags you off to the black forest where you are either eaten or thrown into a river. This sounds like a war against introverts. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, for one thing, like, TikTok would go insane because, like, everyone's always screaming about justice for introverts not wanting to talk to you. (laughs) Right. And then they're like, by the way, we control, like, uh, your entire fate here. We need you to sing for your life. You know, we need you to perform the rosary. Like I'm just I'm picturing them it both in BDSM gear. Yeah, we need you to sing Amazing Grace now and that uh stanza that no one knows. We need more than just that first verse. We need the we need good the follow verse. Up we verse. Need all of it. I want to hear like it's like it's like having to do what is it? We didn't start the fire and do yeah. it perfectly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but for it's- a kinky couple of old dudes it's like if karaoke had like a fear factor element and you drowned afterwards if you didn't nail every beat of any man of mine yeah (laughs) it's insane like i don't know how how are european kids not fucking like traumatized over this shit honestly have them right in i bet you that they would consider themselves traumatized <laughs> either that or they're like super stoked about it like no i'm glad for the i'm glad for the pain i'm glad for right i just i you know it, the trauma it serves is, me it is our duty and it is our birthright we are so, not only happy we are excited to sing for i want to know right. when we canceled santa having evil helpers <laughs> for real because like they literally were just like you know what one day they're like mm-hmm. you know we're just gonna have him like do this on his own really can't make a claymation cool. about rubric 
making kids say the lord's prayer <laughs> i feel like i would watch that but like i, I would, would also be afraid that like it would go into some really like get me on a list kind of directions because mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. all children it's all children it's all children <laughs> Ugh, gotta love it gotta love it <laughs> all right so the next companion i feel like everybody's heard of because of the office is ben schnickel <laughs> cheer or fear ben schnickel is here so he's similar. He's uh, it's he's he's apparently always depicted as dirty and wearing fur, and sometimes weirdly enough in like lady garb. So this was to teach children to be heteronormative and to fear the homeless. To be super straight yeah. and to be su super cool with the homeless. Be, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, be super hetero. Yeah. Like, and. Also, money is the most important thing. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like you need to know about money, and money is how the world goes round. Merry Christmas. So sometimes, because of this, he'd be called the Christmas Lady. So like, there's like, <laughs> Belschnickel and the Christmas Lady are interchangeable, which is hilarious. Because they weren't going to let a real woman be a Christmas <laughs> deity. No, absolutely not. They weren't going to have the blue fairy travel around with no. Santa. That would be insane. We're going to have a gentleman do it. Is, is, there a, right? is there a man I can talk to about Christmas? Right. Is there a man I could talk to about this? This feels transphobic. This, this feels, feels a lot of phobic. Yeah. <laughs> like any kind of phobic you can have, this is what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there should be a trigger warning before this one. A hundred percent. Yeah, there's actually the next one needs a trigger warning for sure. Um, but this is like, okay, so of course he has the reeds, beats the shit out of kids, they're bad. Um, but this might be where like the lump of coal tradition comes from. Because mm. Belschnickel or the Christmas lady would leave um, in their socks, because it's always shoes or socks or it's something. It's always shoes or socks. The bad kids would get a little lump of coal. I feel like the shoes and socks thing came from we are poor, but we can at least guarantee that everyone yeah. has a shoe or a sock. Yeah. Because you have to go out and, like, get your stuff. Yeah. Because, like, it's winter, so, like, mm -hmm. it's, like, if you don't have that, you don't you probably don't have feet. Right. And you can't w work. Yeah. So. And if you don't have feet and you can't work, you're definitely not on Santa's good. And that's how we got stockings to begin with because yeah. stockings are just fancy socks that we put on the wall. Yeah, 100%. And like, you know, it's it, it never even question the tradition until never. researching this. I was literally just like, yeah, that makes sense. Like stockings. one year my mom couldn't find the stockings and she just put like closed Target bags, like tied Target plastic bags mm -hmm. on our doorknob and I believe there was like a note pinned to it that said like fucking deal with this. Wow. <laughs> See, like, my family is so extra that, like, okay, so we've got a stalking tradition that, like, so it goes back to when I was wee, and it was, like, my first Christmas, like, that I was, like, conscious about Christmas, mm -hmm. and my mom realized, like, late at night on Christmas Eve that, like, didn't have anything to stuff the stockings with, so she's like, fuck, so she goes down to, like, a 7-Eleven that was open, yeah. she brings home an orange and a pack of donuts and throws it in there, so... Every year we get an orange and a pack of donuts. And one year there was no orange, there was no donuts. And me and my sister were like, what the fuck Last is this? Year, the cats didn't get presents under the tree from my dad. 
And we were like, your only grandchildren didn't get Christmas presents. And then I said, I was like, I'm the poor. Audacity. The only time that Penelope gets anything <laughs> nice is if you're paying for it. What am I wow. supposed to tell her? Wow. Like, yeah, like, I'm going to let you tell her, sir. Like, you right. go ahead and tell her that she's on the naughty list because I don't see how she is. You talk to the cam and you tell her that you just, and he just said, we forgot. You forgot about you the forgot. cats? <laughs> you forgot? Sir. You forgot about the cats. Um, That's why you check your list twice. The stockings are my favorite part because they're the usually the only time that I'm actually delightfully surprised. It's usually like I know what's under that tree, but I don't know what's in this giant sock of just yeah. tiny trinkets. I like it. I've always yeah. liked it. We, like that. Once we turned eighteen, we started getting like little scratch off tickets. Yeah. So like, it's always fun. I love the stockings. Scratch off, tiny booze. Yeah. Nerf guns. Yeah. All kinds yeah. of fun shit. I love it. I love it. So, like, there was also another weird thing about Belschnickel is, like, so my family, like, kind of comes from Allegheny County, Maryland area. Like, that's mm -hmm. where, like, like a lot of my origin is. Um, and, like, it specifically pointed this out that, like, in that area, which is, like, I'm sorry, you know, honestly, fuck that area. Like, that area fucking sucks. It's terrible. Uh and I hate it. And I, ugh. I hope the mayor is listening and live streaming this, like, during so. the, like, town hall <laughs> i hope so i hope so like like mayor they're of... so proud of you yeah and, and then you're so. just like fuck you people you know what's funny though is like you do you ever think you have pool somewhere and then you and you find out you don't no i yes because i believe that i'm famous wherever i go <laughs> yes yeah well that's the thing is about faking it till you make it like right <laughs> Well, we're in so like I had like my favorite uncle lived in a town called Frostburg and that's in Allegheny County and or it might be in the other. I don't fucking know. It's 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 out there. But mm -hmm. um, so we were one day we're at uh, we're at a restaurant and I'm with my in-laws and we're at a restaurant. We're in Allegheny County and we're talking to the waitress and like someone someone says something. And it was like it was like, yep, I'm Steve Ross's nephew. Yep. And I just sort of sat there, waited like it's me. That's right. And they're, and they're like, who the fuck is Steve Ross? He, he's just he was just a mailman. And I'm just like, that's right. That's no, right. it's me. <laughs> I have the opposite problem. So I believe that this is why I'm like this. And I get uncomfortable in spaces where no one is acting like they know me. Yeah. Um, My mom's side of the family is so well known where she grew up. And I favor so much of her side yeah. of the family that I walk into stores and they're like, which one do you belong to? And I'm like, excuse me? And then they use my mom's maiden name and they're like, you know, which one do you belong to? And then I have to be like, Cindy, Bushy's oldest. And they're like, ah, you look like Bushy. <laughs> Bushy. Thank you. And then like, it's like, I used to work with your uncle. I'm like, cool. Like, so that's why I can go to Target and talk to everyone like they're my long distance cousin because yeah. in that town, you didn't go to Target and not run into your cousin. <laughs> that is fucking wild. That yeah. sounds similar to like Allegheny County though. Like mm -hmm. that's, yeah. But like in the research, they had a whole thing about how like, like they didn't like, while the rest of the world was like getting Santa, like, like, you know, like kind of like 1800s and, and on, they only had Belschnickel. So they didn't even have like, and this kind of explains a lot. Yeah. Like, they didn't have Santa. They were just, and it's like, eh, that makes sense. That makes mm -hmm. sense. You guys had Belschnickel, so. <laughs> so speaking of trigger warnings, this next one uh, is uh, the most offensive one because now it's just like uh, a blackface character that they do. But uh, no, Warty Piet, aka Black Pete. 
This is why we started canceling Santa's friends and making them reindeer. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. they've even, but they've even tried, like, I don't even, I think he does all the other stuff. Like I, I actually didn't like look into him too much. Like he would, I mean, I know he would beat the show. It's, it's all Bertrand. It's, it's all reeds. It's all just beating kids with sticks. It's all beating kids with sticks. Which is but... what our grandmothers used to threaten us with. Yeah. Like, they would be like, go pick your stick. Yeah. Pick a stick. Yeah. Pick a, pick, pick a, a switch. Pick a switch. You're going to get hit by it. It's like, well, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> like, I'm going right, to take I'm my fucking gonna, time. Right. I'm just going to walk around this yard for an hour, which is what they wanted. They wanted an hour to watch Days of Our Lives, which is fair. I get it. Which As an fair. adult, I get it. I, I totally get it. get it. So Black Pete, he's, he's definitely like at this point, like anytime, like, like it's always white people, like just like rubbing black face all over themselves and mm -hmm. and um but like apparently there's like a whole thing in like where like the lowlands like his weird origin area where like they're like no it's tradition it's like that sounds familiar yeah y'all just uh -huh. can't let some shit go huh? it's like in tropic thunder when we decided yeah. it was okay because robert downey jr was doing it <laughs> Like, I, it's I still don't know how that was okay. Like, I, I think it's hilarious, but uh -huh. I don't understand how that was just like, they were like, yeah, that's cool. Un like, and I just remember laughing so hard in that movie theater and then walking out and being like, am I going to hell? Like, am I the problem? Like, am I the problem? Yeah. And that's where I was with it. It was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where I stand with that. That was the last time I liked Tom Cruise. I still just have to go with Top Gun for that. You need to do an entire, like, is Tom Cruise a vampire episode? I think that's a fantastic he, idea. Same with uh, Paul ageless. Rudd and Keanu Reeves. Yeah, but they're good vampires. Like, that's I true. would, I would let Paul Rudd suck me into internal damnation. <laughs> but if Tom Cruise walked up to me at a Target, he's getting throat punched. Like I, everything about Tom Cruise. Yeah, you're gonna have to like punch really, really low though, because he's a short yeah, dude. He, oh, do you know a fun animal fu fact that my mom learned this week that I've been telling everyone? Huh? Emperor penguins, the males can get as tall as four feet six inches which is to about my mother and i's shoulders dude <laughs> <Could> you... what <laughs> one of my sister's students was like that's how tall i am and i was like immediately make that kid start waddling towards people like a penguin so we understand how unsettling this is <laughs> like i i don't know what i would do if mm -hmm. a if a penguin that tall yeah showed up like that like uh-huh fuck yeah but it makes batman forever make more sense or batman returns because yeah. the penguins have to be the pallbearers for penguins for penguin danny devito and yeah. I'm like, that doesn't make sense but it does make sense because they're the size of fifth graders wow <laughs> fuck that dude like you know what it's it's a good thing the birds aren't even real <laughs> right <laughs> and that's how we know that birds are robots. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because no, God would not do that. Like, okay. why would a penguin need to be that tall? <laughs> yeah, what evolutionary trait would require that height on a fucking penguin? We're on to you, penguins. We know. We know. We know. We know. I'd like to be sponsored by the wingspan people just because their <laughs> little tiny wooden bird tokens are really fucking cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Now let's move on to France. So France has probably one of the most fucked up fucking this is this is like I don't even I'm not even totally sure. No, no, no he okay, no, he is with Santa. He is with Santa. So this guy named Pere Futard. 
and I'm again, I'm probably saying it wrong. I don't speak French. I'm, Mm-mm. I'm, yeah. Also known as the father whipper or the old man whipper. I'm into it. Yeah. Well, you know, like it starts off like it's not even the worst. Like bring you know, this dude back. That's right. As as got... some as someone who is uh, into BDSM, sometimes like yeah, yeah it's uh, it, it makes sense. I can I can get on board with that. Gen Z doxed a few senators and like congressmen that I'm like, they could use a visit. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so. He does the whole whip him and gives him coal thing. Mm. Uh, he's described as having a sinister face, always dark and disheveled like hair and a long beard. Another war against the homeless. Another war against the homeless. But check this shit out. Like this is actually you're you're gonna you're gonna actually you're probably gonna feel a certain kind of way about this. Like because this is gonna this is gonna actually fuck with some of your uh, with some of your like your outlooks here. Oh no! So check this out. He has probably one of the most gruesome origin stories of all of these characters. Mm-hmm. So. Pere, I'm assuming Pere, ho ho, we oui, we. Oui. He and his wife, uh, they they were. It was either an innkeeper or a butcher. And one night, he and his wife see these three young boys that appear to be rich. Now, here's where it's gonna fuck with your sensibilities a little bit. Here, they appear to be rich. So they were like, well, you know what? Let's eat the rich. Fuck the rich. Like let's like literally eat the rich here. So they kidnap them. Right. The boys were wealthy and they were on their way to enroll in an expensive uh, religious boarding school, because apparently back then this is like the 1200s, mm-hmm. like apparently back then they were just like, like, all right, go like you go. You don't need you're you're just going to you're eight years old. You're going to walk by yourself like miles down the road. It's the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was a wild time. It's a different time. So they decide to rob them. They They kidnap these three little boys. They drug them slit their throats and then cut them up into little pieces and throw them into a barrel to be stewed. I mean, part of me wants this like French chain smoking evil Santa deity to be president because his political platform matches mine. Um, (laughs) There is a building in Dayton where it is spray painted on it. Eat the rich. And I've taken many a selfie in front of it. Nice. Nice. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Well, they literally were like, you know what? We're going to do it. We're going to eat we're the gonna rich. We're going to do it. We got to eat the rich. <laughs> we got to eat the rich. I would love to say that that shouldn't like, like it's not the kid's fault that they're rich. But right. Have you ever talked to a rich kid? Yeah. And they're the worst. They're the worst. So I don't, I don't. Yeah. So <laughs> honestly, but, but this is how he gets in with St. Nick, right? So St. Nick gets wind of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He, sh- he show- he's like, he's not happy about it. So he shows up and he resurrects these kids. So he just like, like makes them come back to life, which like that's pretty sweet. Yeah. But like, so then like some ver- it varies from version to version. Um, where Pere then becomes his sidekick, some as a as like a form of repentance for his crime or as punishment for his crime. I'm just picturing like a Christmas Pepe Lipio. I yeah. hope you know that that's what's happening in my head. Oh, He's a skunk. I know you described like him that. as a man, yeah. like a wild man. Yeah, <laughs> but, but like, like Pepe's a little wild. Pere then actually like has become like in America, like it's like a weird thing where it's like, He's been removed from like the Christmas traditions mm-hmm. um, and he's like uses this thing like I, I've never heard of it until this, but like he's apparently him and the the wife are mother and father flog. What? Yeah. <laughs> and like they're like this whole thing of like all year round. We're going to like just we're going to like like be good or mother and father flog are coming. 
we gotta flog them kids it just sounds like the older couple that got like really into bdsm at like an at an older age like i'm picturing like the the mid 50s couple that like got really into the scene yeah i just need to know if everyone's okay like (laughs) i don't think so i think like a lot of this really speaks to like like damn yeah you people are not all right over this week um during another guest spot that i got to be on yeah um i decided that roger ebert uh created incel culture because every time he writes about a woman in his reviews he's mad and really yes and it has i didn't get to go to braham energy like he called like goldie hahn bettman learned diane keaton creepy in the first wives club and i was like i need to dissect this word i'm sorry what's that now like Mm -hmm. uh he's like i think it's creepy that they want revenge on their husbands who abused them i'm like okay it's like that's the whole point of the movie (laughs) the whole point of the movie so i made this huge declaration and i was like roger ebert is the reason we have andrew tate and people can argue with me it's fine (laughs) but i decided that dark christmas is why we have bdsm like this shit has to come from somewhere (laughs) it's yeah it has to it's got to. to it's got to and what a better way for bdsm to enter the general public than through christmas so it was like a a centuries long psyop yeah huh i dig it i dig it like i i i mean like dude i'm all about bdsm so it's like i mean cool but like it's also got like a weird pedophilic elite thing going on also that like like, yeah because it's all kids it's not it's not like they're finding like big titty goth chicks like they're they're going after kids they're going after kids um which is creepy and not yeah. at all what bdsm is about right um, let's clarify that for let's real. clarify <laughs> that right now now i'm almost like jd cut this part out <laughs> i've said some ignorant shit this feels like when i went to trivia this week and the theme was hanukkah <laughs> and, I, and we were just like naming jewish things we're like dreidel yeah. i know a dreidel spins i don't know what it means when adam it sandler i know i was like yeah. this is getting offensive eight crazy nights eight crazy <laughs> nights <laughs> wow huh yeah. i mean look whoever we have to blame for andrew tate though like mm. it's robert ebert or wow. roger ebert roger now i refuse ebert. to get his name right and then i was told like he's a pulitzer winner i go just because we give men doesn't awards doesn't make them right anything. Like, I'm going to quote a movie because that's what I do best mm-hmm. is uh, I was Time Magazine's Man of the Year. So was Hitler. So yeah, was Hitler. <laughs> so was All Johnny right. Depp at some point, probably, if not that's this true. year because of the trial. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Like, I don't know. He's kind of on his way back, though, isn't he? He's like, yeah, we got You know, do we like him? No. Where are we at with him? No, <laughs> I don't. I, I, I honestly I've never I've always kind of like. Like everybody's always been like, he can play any role. He can play weird no, really well. Like he's good at weird. I'll give you that. But like, he's that's... not a chameleon. He can no. no. Uh-uh. Like I, I, he's okay. Like he I, was a great pirate. I'll give yeah. you that. I have a hard time believing that I've actually ran into an actor who could play any role. An actor that could play any role. Well, you know what? No, actually, Arnold Schwarzenegger can. My mom just went and saw the original Conan the Barbarian in theaters. I love it. And I asked her, I was like, how'd that go? 
And she's like, Arnold sounds really stupid in that. Well, movie. he didn't have like uh, he didn't have his English all the way down. Oh, he, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was like the, the issue there. But like, hold on, let's let's stop and think. He's he's played a barbarian. Mm-hmm. He's played a machine. He's played multiple military gentlemen. He's played cops. Uh, he's also played a doctor, Dr. Uh, Mr. Freeze. He's oh, played yeah. a doctor. He's played a uh, Minnesotan. Where no one questions the uh, yeah he's played yeah exactly a so kindergarten teacher um, exactly I don't know like you named all of those <laughs> I'm not roles, actually like and I'm, I'm not just actually like, like just dying big, on this hill beefy men <laughs> I'm not actually gonna die on this hill like. yeah. I will let my mom know though I'll be like you made fun of Arnold when he didn't when it was like his literal first English movie I did say and then mom he got to be governor <laughs> yeah. He was governor. He was the governor. And you know what? For a Republican, he was on the more like normal person side. I mean, things. honestly, like got to give him that. I like I like Arnold, though. I don't know. Actually, I'm, I'm with you, though. I don't know any actor that could play mm-hmm. anything. But that's the whole thing. Like, you, you can't be an actor right, that you're plays good at anything one, like. It's yeah. Like when we were all mad, Harry Styles can't act. And I was like, you don't have to be good at all the things, Harry. Right. Get back to wearing boas and sparkly jumpsuits and singing me songs about sushi restaurants. That's See, what I'm here for. Personally, I had no stake in that game. I don't give a fuck about Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on to the Icelandic Christmas. This is like, this is some of the wildest shit I've ever heard. So, like, we got to start with Gryla and Lapaludi. So. Most of the Icelandic traditions center around them, uh, with Gryla being the main one. So, like, you know, Iceland, good for Iceland. Uh, they're uh, they're very female centric on this oh. one. They're very uh, they're very lady forward here. The women um, have entered the room. <laughs> the women have entered the room, and uh, Gryla is she takes up some space because Gryla is a giantess. Yes. Um, yeah. So she's 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 big. She's like she ain't little. Um, she became associated. She goes as far back as the 13th century. Another like Norse tradition situation. Um, became associated with Christmas in about the 17th century. Now, they always depict her as uh, living in either a small cottage or in a cave. But she's um, a giant. How is she living giant. in a small cottage? Well, how does you know what? That's a good question. How does Santa come down the chimney every fucking? <laughs> I, I guess Christmas magic. Christmas, Christmas magic. Through Christmas cheer. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Through sheer force of Christmas spirit. That's how. But mostly, I think it's probably a cave because she's yeah. a big bitch. Mm-hmm. Like she's huge. Um, so she's always depicted as massive and kind of and repulsive to look at. Um, which you know that that's just. I mean, that's how. It, I mean, she's a giant. She's a. She's like. She is a monster. Yeah. Um, now back to the uh, back to the anti homeless person thing. She's often portrayed as a beggar type uh, who would go around asking sh- parents to give her their naughty children. Could you imagine Karens admitting that their children are naughty and then handing them over to a giantess? That would be amazing. I just want <laughs> like I just want to be a parent like to have some giant show up. And be like, you're going to eat that child. That child's being awful naughty. I could, I could, <laughs> I eat could eat that you. child. <laughs> you want me to eat that child? Like, I, she's got to have a deep voice. Like, I'm, it's got to be a big Bertha kind of voice. Like, honestly, I was a good kid, and I still think my parents would be like, you know what? Interesting. My parents would have considered it. My parents like, would have definitely not taken it off the table. Could you imagine not having to go to Disney World again? Like, 
Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I made a lot of noise as a child. I make a lot of noise as an adult, yeah. but, like, I made a lot of noise as a child. Like, my mm-hmm. parents would have 100% at least considered it. At least, they would have at least side-eyed us. Like, mm. Yeah. Now, the parents can apparently either scream at her or give her some food and she'll just go away. So she's like, she's like a little bit cool with the whole thing. Like, you know, it's like, well, I I like my kids, so you can't have her. And then just "Ah, ah," and she'll just fucking leave. Or you could be like, you want a sandwich? Like, you can have a sandwich. Like and a millennial then, being yeah. uh, paid minimum wage. She doesn't yes. actually give a fuck how this bit goes. <laughs> exactly. She's just, she's, she's not, she doesn't have a plan for the day. Right. She's just, she's going to do whatever's going to get some food in her she tummy. She doesn't have a 401k, so she doesn't no. give a shit if she not actually collects these kid quotas. Not at all. Not at all. There's no one keeping track. Least of all, Lapaluti. Right. Now, Lapaluti is her husband and he's also a giant. Um, and I love the way they do this here because, like, like this is definitely a go-girl kind of moment because, like, while Gryla might be depicted as repulsive, massive, all that, Lapaluti is her third husband. Hell yeah. She's got she, dozens of kids with her other husbands. Because she can pull. She can pull. Sexy is just a state of mind. Exactly. And Gryla fucks. She fucks. <laughs> Ryla fucks. Wait till we get to the kids here, because the kids are like uh, like part of the whole thing. So mm. Lapaluti, he just like he's a lazy fuck. He just hangs out and like sits in the cave all day. He doesn't do anything except hang out, eat, and fuck. That's all Lapaluti does. Like he's a lazy male lion. Yeah, like a male lion, like mm. legitimately. Like he, you know, he he waits for Gryla to bring home some some yummy children and and then he he just hangs out. He doesn't do shit. Like, and that's he is why not... she doesn't actually care if naughty children come home with her because she's like, if that exactly. asshole wanted naughty children, he could fucking get off his ass and go to the naughty child. Exactly. Like, like, why aren't you out here like getting some naughty kids? And he's like, you know what? I got to dick you down later. And that's where we're at. So <laughs> and that's where we're at. I don't have the energy for working because I got to fucking. That's where Lapaluti's at with things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now they have a pet. And it's the Yule Cat. The crazy Yule Cat. <laughs> Yule Cat. I fucking love the Yule Cat. Yeah. So they, they've got this big, giant black cat. They call, call him the Yule Cat. I don't know if Yule Cat actually has a name besides just Yule Cat. I've only heard Yule Cat. Yeah, same, same. Um, But his whole thing is, like, this is another, like, weird, like, lesson situation where the Yule Cat comes to town and he eats people if they haven't received new clothes for Christmas. If your mom just forgot to buy the yeah. underwear. Yeah. And then like, the- it sounds to me like, like some kid was like, Oh, clothes. I don't want any oh, clothes. clothes. And then the Yule Cat came. Yeah. I do remember it being grounded in like you ungrateful little shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like you should be happy you're getting new clothes. Like your your parents were like hard for those clothes. Yeah. You want to be eaten by fucking Yule Cat? Yeah. Yule Cat's Lapa-Ludi. coming for you. Tell and me Lapa-Ludi one more time you didn't want those socks. <laughs> That's right. Tell me you didn't like those socks. So it's like, yeah. So like if you just happen to not get a new sweater, you you better watch out because you're going to get eaten by a fucking giant cat. Which, I love that. Yeah, because like, I like I like getting new clothes now. So honestly, that sounds like some petty shit that a cat would just make up, which I love. Like yeah. they're, they're, it's just a rule that they stick to because like I can't imagine that he's a trained cat. Like no. you can't train a cat. 
And he's just like literally pissed off that you're not fashionable enough. Yeah. He's the fashion police yeah. of Iceland. He's just like, you grubby children are just like, like ruining the look. And I, I saw you in those pants last year. <laughs> it's time to die. Those are last year's pants. That's right. <laughs> it's the 2021 model. I know. Like he pays a lot of attention to fashion. Week. Oh man! And then those kids are like, they're new. They're just technically thrifted. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that that's a good question. Like, mm -hmm. where does it draw the line? Like, I know. it's like, well, it's new to me. Yeah, it's like, imagine, imagine having this conversation with like this with cat. the Yule cat. Yeah, like, like, dude, don't eat me, man. Like, it's, it's new. Like, I promise it's new. Like, I got new gloves. Like, yeah, I just like old style, man. I, I thrift. Like, we're a thrifty family. I have vintage style, not vintage beliefs. Like, right. I don't know. Now, like I said, Gryla and Lapaluti, they fuck. They fuck, and they have a bunch they of kids. Fuck, they've got thirteen kids themselves. Now, apparently, like Gryla's got kids, like dozens of kids from like other marriages, but like. The main ones are known as the Yule Lads, um, 13 of them, and they're all pranksters that harass sounds, the local population. Sounds like a MAGA like club. Like it, This sounds like a new social media app that Trump is starting. <laughs> Yule Lads. <laughs> Yule Lads. Yeah, actually, I could see that. Um, so... They either, if you've been good, now, like I said, they, they prank the entire, but they prank very specifically. So, like, if you've been good, they leave a small gift on your windowsill for the good kids. Okay. But for the bad kids, they leave a rotten potato in, the, in your shoe. Oh, I do remember the rotten potatoes. Yeah. So that's where that comes from. And rotten potatoes smell so bad. Yeah, they do not smell good. And, like, they got those weird sprout things going on. So, like, imagine that in your shoe. Like you made it through Yule Cat, but like now these little fuckers are and kids are, are just dumb, so they're just putting their feet yeah. in the potato shoe. Exactly, and now you got a fuck. Now you're having a bad day. Having a bad day. So this might be like somewhat of where the thirteen, like the twelve days of Christmas came from, because they have like a thirteen days of Christmas thing going on. Except it's thirteen days of specific pranking that the Yule lads bestow upon the population. How many of the pranks have to do with birds? Uh, none actually, none actually. Missed so the, opportunity. This I know, like oh my god, like like if you, if someone gave me six geese a laying, I'd be so pissed In off. In like, mid egg laying, yeah, like, like, I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be around. Like geese are the worst, man. I don't want to deal with that. No, no. So they show up starting on December twelfth, and they like do this thing where like they stay, like like they'll stay and they'll keep fucking with shit so like here are the 13 yule lads and what they do so their sheep coat claw and this is the order that they show up in so their sheep coat clawed okay. and he fucks around with your sheep he messes with your sheep but he's got a peg leg so he can't do it well so he's just like hobbling around your your farmland harassing your sheep sheep are sensitive they are they are, and yeah, so Sheep Coat Claude shows up, and he messes with them. Then the next day, there's Gully Gawk. Uh, Gully Gawk, they're all very, I could, I, I had the Icelandic names, but I couldn't even, I wasn't even going to no. try to pronounce these. They're just like the literal translations. So Gully Gawk hides in gullies, and he waits to sneak into cow sheds to steal milk. Okay. Then there's right. Stubby. 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 Stubby is abnormally short. 
<laughs> and he steals pans to eat the leftover crust that's like caked on it. Gross, stubby. Yeah. Oh, it's going to get worse. It's going to get so much worse. Spoon liquor shows up. Spoon liquor steals your wooden spoon so that he can lick them like an asshole. And then just put them back. Yeah. And he's like super thin and malnourished. So he's like extra creepy. Just like, oh, stealing your spoons and just licking your spoons. <laughs> Honestly, that's a prank that I am behind because no one's going to know but you. <laughs> One time at a museum, my sister and I watched these kids. It was like supposed to simulate like the different layers of the moon or, or of the yeah. earth or whatever. And they and the kids were convinced that the maga maga magma part, the lava part was yeah. supposed to be hot, so they were licking it. Oh and my, my sister God. and I watched that for ten minutes. These kids just like full on like getting to second base with this giant thing <laughs> at the field museum. And then my mom walked over. And she's like, what are you two doing? And we're like, mom, it's the coolest thing. If you rub that display, it gets hot like the core of the earth. So then we watched our mother rub the entire display that these kids had licked. Oh, my while, God. While we were laughing at her, my uncles came over and they're like, what are you laughing at? Like, we made mom touch that thing and kids made out with it. So you had this really specific like version of spoon liquor. Yeah, I am a spoon liquor. And, I love it. I love and honestly, it. my mother has yet to forgive me. I bet. Like, I don't like, say she isn't just finding out right now, is she? She was like, who would do that to their mother? No, she heard us <laughs> tell our uncles. Okay, 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 good. I wasn't sure if it was like this family secret that like she's going to find out no. when she watches this episode. My dad begged us to be good children when his brothers came <laughs> to visit for the first time, and we just refused. I was yeah. like, mm, maybe if you hadn't asked... I would be shy because new people in the mix and the family. But because you literally begged us to not be embarrassing, I will be my most true self. And I'm going to make mom touch that thing that 18 kids licked. <laughs> that is amazing. I would hate to have been the 18th kid. I know. It was that really like, it was just mono. like a gaggle. It was like a family's worth of kids. So there were like three or four, but they were like yeah. literally like ah, all over it. And we were like, mom, rub it. You Where have to security? rub it. <laughs> Mom, you have to get on it. You got to get really in there. Get in there. Get like, yeah, I need it. And she's Put your like, face what? on it. Put your face on it. <laughs> she's like, I don't get, what are you saying? How is it, you know when moms get flustered and they're like, how does it work? I don't, I don't what are get you trying it. to tell me? I don't me? understand it. <laughs> I fucking love it. I'm going to text her later and be like, mom, good news. I immortalized (laughs) the museum licking story. It's it's out there forever now. Yeah. And honestly, it's that simple to prank your mom's kids. (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right. So after spoon liquor, pot scraper shows up. Pot scraper. Yeah. Yeah. Pot scraper steals leftovers from pots. Okay. It's all very specific. It's all very like It sounds this, like these giants aren't feeding their children. It like, sounds like they're not feeding their children. Like, yeah, because yeah, like here's spoon liquor. And like I'm thinking spoon liquor might be a little bit like like not all the way there. Cause like they did describe him as super thin and malnourished. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking like pot scraper is like out here getting like the potatoes and the meat at the bottom of the yeah. pot. So he's at least eating, but spoon liquor is just like, Oh, I just wish I, I, I just getting a little bit of an essence of the food. It's like, you need to eat something. Spoon right. liquor. 
Eh, pot scraper. He's the smart one. Pot scraper is the smart one. So is bowl liquor. Bowl liquor is actually a little bit smarter because bowl liquor shows up next. Now, what he does is he waits under people's beds. And when they're eating a bowl of something, they set it down. He comes out and just grabs it. Yeah. My do you, Well, I guess when I'm in front of the TV, I hold my bowl. But I'm like, my plate is always down. <laughs> yeah. Do you like, mean? I'm, yeah, if I've, I've got mine. Like, But if I set it down to, like, do something. Yeah fucking bowl liquor is gonna get my shit these are little scamps he's a they are, they are all little scamps uh door slammer seems like a dickhead so door slammer uh he shows up next and he just slams your doors in the middle of the night he just causes a ruckus i would probably be door slammer yeah you have to cause a ruckus yeah i love causing a ruckus yeah so then there's skier gobbler uh, and all I could find with him was he just really likes yogurt. Oh, that! Oh no! So he's like coming out stealing yogurt, I guess. If any Dimension Twenty fans are up out there, they made Gil into a Norwegian Swedish Christmas deity. There's a character on the first season of Dimension Twenty. He's like a stepdad, and yeah. he only eats plain yogurt. He's like, I Ew. just really love the plain yogurt. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Well, yeah. So apparently, uh, there's some there's some real uh, real uh, stuff with that. Mm. So then there's sausage swiper, which uh, that just sounds like a sex act. But yeah. um, so sausage swiper hangs out in the rafters and he steals sausages that are being smoked. Okay. All right. Again, resourceful. Yeah. We're getting yeah. smarter. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Now, again, getting smarter. Window peeper shows up window peeper peeks through windows looking for shit to steal so i guess he's kind of like the scout yeah 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 then there's doorway sniffer doorway what? sniffer has a big ass nose that apparently lets him like has this like massive sense of smell that he uses to hunt down something called leaf bread he's like really into leaf bread i don't know why they call him doorway sniffer though right because maybe he walks up to the door and he can tell if you're baking bread. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently. But he's like like five sixth nose. I don't like that. No, it's a lot of I, nose. Like, I can tell you that right now. I don't like that ratio. No, no. It's like way too much nose. I'm picturing real little beady eyes, mm -hmm. like a real tiny mm -hmm. mouth, but just all nose going Timber on. Timber and nose. shit. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Then after uh, Doorway Sniffer shows up, Meat Hook. Meat Hook uses a hook to steal meat. Again, resourceful. Yeah, exactly. And then this is actually, this might be the most resourceful here, is the last one that shows up is Candle Stealer. Uh, he follows kids around and he steals their candles because back when this was first like a thing, candles had tallow in them and tallow you could apparently eat. So he's oh. inconveniencing the children while getting a meal. You know what? I don't know what tallow tastes like, though. Everyone, this is just a friendly reminder to feed your kids or yes. else they become pranksters. <laughs> yep, exactly. With horrible, very specific names and things to do. I, I still feel bad for Spoon Licker. Like, he I just, know, just like, I feel like he's not smart. No. And I, I feel know. like his brothers aren't helping him out. Like, he's no. that sibling. Yeah. He's the forgotten sibling. I mean, like, it's just like in uh, Cheaper by the Dozen, there's like the one kid that was like, you know he's the he's the bottom bitch like you know just is yeah. what it is like they made a whole um 
Nickelodeon cartoon out of it called The Loud House, where it's like the just very unseemingly kid in The Loud House. And yeah. He's just the normal one, and that's what the whole cartoon's about. Oh, wow. That mm-hmm. sounds actually kind of cool. <laughs> it's a good cartoon. That. I didn't mind yeah. watching it when I was nannying. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. So that is uh, that is all the dark Christmas shit. If there's anything I've learned, it's uh, I mean, like the whole be good for goodness sake thing is literally just to avoid getting your ass kicked or eaten or killed. Yeah, I just like I love it because we think that Christmas is just uh, it's the happiest time. And like literally at any point, a goat could eat you. Yeah. (laughs) A goat demon could just show up and fuck your whole day up. And not even care. Yeah. And not even care. It means nothing to him because he's going to the next house to judge the next (laughs) child. It means nothing to him. You are not even registered. You are the milk and cookies that Santa eats. And honestly, I would like Freeform to reboot its 24 Days of Christmas. And I would like them to make claymations of all of these characters. Like I think that would be amazing. Honestly, I love Jack Frost. I do. I love that stupid song where they're all opening the empty boxes. Because when I'm having a bad day and someone just like isn't helpful, I will also sing the it's just what I've always wanted. It's perfectly (laughs) right. (laughs) I'm like very passive aggressively. (laughs) I love it. And I love the heat and the ice miser songs. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see the uh, the Claymation Christmas Spectacular? Thing? No. Oh, my God. Okay, so, like, I can't find it anywhere. I've got it on a VHS somewhere, like, okay. with, like, 90s commercials and everything because my mama recorded it for me because my mama loves me. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, so, like, it's hosted. It's all Claymation. Mm-hmm. It's hosted by a T-Rex and a Triceratops that are, like, just dudes in tuxedos. I love that. And they're just like, like the T-Rex is all like, he's he's taking it all super seriously. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he, you know, he's just like, but like, like we're going to do this. You know, we're going to, we're going to have a nice Christmas. We're going to do like Christmas songs. And the other one, the Triceratops is like the fat guy who's obsessed with snacks. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, Rex, we're going to have some songs about Christmas snacks. And Rex is like, there are no songs about Christmas snacks. There and are Rex chestnuts is like, so- roasting that's on what an I'm open saying. fire. That's what I'm saying. And then, like, they couldn't, like, they had this weird ongoing thing. They're in the middle of, like, a London town. Mm-hmm. And, like, they got this whole thing going on. Like, the California Raisins show up at one point and do oh, a number. Of um, course. They couldn't get the word wassling down. So, like, everybody had, like, it was like, like, are we waffling? And, like, these dudes show up to make waffles. And they, the Triceratops is just, he's fucking pumped. Yeah. He's, he's fucking hungry. And Rex is just like, it's not waffling. It's wassling. We are going a wassling. It's like, Rex, you need to. The Rex fact- is like the mom on Christmas when like, you know, yeah. like when you're like when you're decorating for Christmas and she's yeah. like just no tinsel hair away from losing it. Yeah, That's that was Rex. my mom every Christmas. Like my mom is my so my sister is having a baby and now my mom is Mama's like, thank you. And now my mom is grandma Christmas and she truly believes that she can recreate the Christmas magic of our childhood. And I'm like, here's the thing, oh. mom. We never had Christmas magic because we all knew that you were one breath away from a meltdown. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. 
So, did she ever threaten to cancel Christmas? Because my uh, mom did that every year. Um, no, my grandma Peg would do it for us. And this year, I tried to cancel Christmas. So when my mom called me and she's like, I'm so excited to do Christmas before the baby gets here. And I was like, I've canceled Christmas. Just like your mother taught us how to do before me. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is canceled. Christmas is canceled. Um, I don't want to be here. And she's like, <laughs> and she's like, you know, Neil, like that just really feels like it has nothing to do with me. And maybe you could get on board. And I was like, well, I guess I'm a dick. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's some passive aggressive bullshit. So, my mom, one year she, because one year we found the Christmas list, mm -hmm. like she had written down in a physical notebook what we were getting for Christmas, and my. Oh, asshat shit. sister and i found it because we are gremlins i love it and i think we like told her right after the last gift was opened or whatever so the next christmas she numbered all of the gifts so we wouldn't know whose gift was whose and there was a code she lost the key to her own code so then we were just stop it opening things and she's screaming that one's for emily <laughs> Oh my God! And she's so, just mad because she's lost her own code. What? And I was like, Mom, why wouldn't you just do evens for Nadley, odds for Emily? And she's like, Yeah. <laughs> she's like, because the who of you always ruin, <laughs> ruin everything. Surprises. I, my sister and I have a lineage of ruining Christmas for our parents. One year. It was right after um, Luke Cage came out on Netflix and my dad brought it up and my sister said, I like me some Nick Cage or Luke Cage. Yeah. And my dad was like, what did you say? What was that? What was that? I was like, dad, she said that she loves Luke Cage in her bathing suit parts. And my dad just had to walk into his bedroom <laughs> and like take a beat. My sister's like, and one time we ruined Christmas over M&M's. My dad oh my is very stressed out about the Christmas M&M's because no one likes the same M&M's. I like peanut butter M&M's. Just get multiple packs of M&M's. So yeah, that is what he is tasked to do every year, but he cannot remember who likes, likes what M&M. So he just stands in front of the Christmas candy aisle as a broken man. And, oh my God. And one year he's going over how he got the m&ms and it's stressful every year he never remembers what anyone likes and i just like look at my sister and then i go dad you didn't get the m&ms that i liked and he goes i got peanut butter m&ms i was like i like the crispy m&ms which is false i hate crispy m&ms and i would have been so pissed i was like i like the crispy i don't even know if they make those anymore they, right he's like they don't even have <laughs> and he just had a Stomp this away into his bedroom. Dude. While my sister and I are literally crying, we are laughing so hard because oh we are God. assholes. We are Christmas demons. <laughs> we wow. are the Yule lads. Um, to I love it. We literally just anything and everything we could do to ruin Christmas. This year, I my dad hates when we bring up nipples. It's his one like pet peeve. So this year I found card games. They all have inappropriate words on them. Like one of them is like a deer thing from Africa and the card game is called Don't Be a Dick Dick. <laughs> and that's See, the one he's getting. <laughs> and then there's my dad playing cards against humanity with us, yeah. laying down the card 
big black cock. Big black like cock. Like it's nothing. And he's just laughing. Once it, one, he's keeping a straight face. And then once it hits, he is laughing his ass off. My dad's wife is getting the calm your tits one. And my sister and my brother-in-law are getting may contain butts and it's matching animal butts to animal faces and we're like you can play it with the baby it's educational it's educational it's everyone has card a butt game. <laughs> cat butt cat head can't put cat butt with ca- dog head uh-uh yeah, well, i feel like i'd be good at that with the cat part because i definitely know a cat butt when I oh yeah it. we know what a cat butt yeah. looks like yeah uh yeah. But yeah, we ruin Christmas every year. Um, that's my longest standing tradition. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That is fucking awesome. Well, everybody at home, uh, if you you know what, I want to know. I want to know stories of how you have ruined Christmas at please, home. Please DM me videos. Yes. <laughs> yes, send videos, send pictures. You can DM me. Uh, you can DM Natalie. I am on uh, TikTok and Instagram as Dudas Weirdo. Feel free to hit me up on there. Feel free to send me an email at weirdwidepodcast@gmail.com. Tell me about all your most fucked up stories. And you can find me at Men I've Tolerated Pod. That's the podcast. Uh, instagram which is the easiest way to get a hold of me but natalie k124 are all of my personal socials on tiktok and instagram and to all the men i've tolerated before it drops every thursday wherever you find podcasts check it out it's an awesome show and guys out there <laughs> unclench your assholes i know what right. you're thinking unclench your assholes is a good show i'm a fan i've been on the show it's a, it's a great show fucking awesome show highly highly recommend it um so this is going to be the uh last episode of weird wide for the year uh, i'm going to take a little break uh we're going to be i'm going to be back in 2023 uh, i don't even know what what i might take an extra week uh you know just take a little little extra holiday break for myself before i come back with more weirdness but as you should and- Exactly. So, but in the meantime, check out all the other episodes that we have. Uh, you can watch on YouTube. You can listen on uh, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to leave a comment. Make sure to you know, subscribe to the channel. Uh, and make sure if you're listening just on the audio part, make sure to uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Only good reviews, though. Only good reviews. If, right. We don't know. want your fucking one star. That's we don't right. care if, about if your you, opinions. Yeah, if you got a one star, fucking move on. But if you got but, a five star, we yeah. want you. We want you. That's ya. right. <laughs> we'll take a four star but if you think a three star is gonna do it for us no 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 absolutely not absolutely not so yeah everybody uh i actually this is the first time i get to say so i get to say this to the weird wide audience uh but uh i will see you next year <laughs> first time first time i said it <laughs> so uh join me in 2023 for more strangeness more weirdness so uh, we're gonna keep this train rolling with that and until then keep it weird <laughs>